0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Tory, And today, we have a very long titled episode. This is like, it's going to be called Players. We haven't talked about huh, that. Maybe we should. Yeah. I I I like the title, (laughs) I probably won't put the whole thing on there, but yeah, basically what we're going to do today is we each have about five players that, for some reason, in all of our lists, we've come up with different things. We just, for some reason, don't talk about these guys. They never come up, but they actually probably are going to be useful for your teams. None of these guys are going to be just, forget about players. You're not going to forget about them. You need to have them on your team, so we should talk about them a little bit. Make sure you're aware of them, so when they come on the board, you just... If you're listening to us and taking our advice, you just don't completely forget about them, and then they break out, and then you blame yeah. us because we didn't I, tell you about it. I
1: them. feel like there's a bunch <laughs> of guys that are like kind of white noise, yeah. where you know, what I mean, they're not breakout candidates, they're yep. not one of the top ones, so they're, people just kind of—I don't want to say sleep on them because that's wrong—but you know, they do. <laughs> they just don't talk about them near as much as they should. No, that's pretty much exactly what it is. And I have
0: a couple guys I'm actually really excited about, but for some reason, I don't know, just haven't said anything. But before we get into that, make sure you check us out on Twitter at The FF Profit. We're always on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. The website's FantasyFootballProfit.com. You can go there, send us an email, check out our ranks, check out all our past podcasts. They're all on there. And then also, we still have a review contest going on until August 1st. With that, basically, write us a review on iTunes, send it to us. We'll get entered into a contest to get a custom podcast for your own fantasy league think the closer we get here to the actual season and your actual leagues, you might think that could be something might be a little interesting. Get a podcast. We'll talk about your league and what we think about it and all your teams. So make sure you get those reviews in. All right. but Okay, Jeff, before we get to the actual, actual episode.
1: Do you have one of your little tidbits of information? I have Craig's random segment. <laughs> there you go. Of I was today. waiting for it. All right. So, Lay it on me. What you got today? <laughs> there's not too much today, but we'll get right into
0: it. All right. Today – my stat of the day is actually just Eric Ebron's age brought this up on an Instagram post the other day. And it's just, I feel like it's something that's forgotten about Ebron. He's like pretty much everyone considers him to be a kind of a bust at this point in a way, based off how early he was drafted, what top 10 top 10. So based off that, you kind of think he seems like he might be a bust Problem is, He literally just turned 24 years old. Like he's not 24. It's going to be 25 coming into the season. He just turned 24 years old. Think about this, Travis Kelsey, his rookie year in the NFL. Do you remember the rookie year when you look at his stats that he did literally nothing on his stat line, had the zeros. Yeah, he was 24. Think about that. He broke. I mean, he had a couple good years then. The next, his first and second year. But I would really say he really just like broke out last year. He became really good at 27. So even at 25, 26, he's still he was good. Eric Ebron still has to play this year, and then next year he'll finally be the age Kelsey was in his first season, his first real season, like. There's not many, and we've talked about this before. Rookie tight ends and young tight ends do not break out. They do not become no. good for a few seasons. It just it does not happen. And Eric Ebron, now he's going to be 24 years old. Even last year, 61 catches. 711 yards, only one touchdown. He needs to get some more red zone, red zone looks. Mm-hmm. He had five the year before. I just feel like he's prime for a breakout. And I should have added him to the breakout list. That's why I'm talking about him now. He's yeah. like my number six breakout from last <laughs> week. So I just think he's primed for a breakout like, at tight end like he's I mean the, the age is crazy when you really look at it and
1: think wow this guy is really really young yeah and he is too and he only played he missed three games as well still still yeah. had a just north of 700 yards yeah. so his yardage is there now for a tight end uh tight or touchdowns are not he's a little bit more of a jump than some of the other guys but yeah. he absolutely is on my radar for you know a breakout guy and it's it's incredibly true. For a, I think he was 10th overall pick to the Lions. Yep. Uh, yep, first round 10th pick. He's got every physical gift you could he possibly does. want. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think there's any, any doubt, and especially when you get down there. It, you know, looking mm. at the tight ends, yeah. it gets really just murky. Like any little, any single guy you could reach out, pick mm-hmm. him out, and say, hey, he's going to have a couple great games. But which one are you going to pick out and be able to plug and play? Not too many of them, but I think he has the ability to win a few weeks for you. I think so, too.
0: And look, when you're down around where he his range, like Jack Doyle, can, I think it'd be solid and good, but Jack Doyle doesn't have the ceiling that Ebron has. The only people that I think that have that same ceiling down there are the O.J. Howard and the Joku types, because, you know, the rookies' first-round picks. Like, they have that ceiling, too, but they're not going to do it this year. I'm not thinking that.
1: Ebron could. He yeah. could. Yeah, yeah, Ebron could. And rookie tight ends, like we said, they yep. really usually... I don't think it's a usually thing. I don't think I've ever seen one break the top 10. I mean, even even Gronk, who is a freak and in that Patriots offense, you know, I think maybe he reached 10th. I'm not even sure. I'd have to look that up. Gronk,
0: when I was looking, I was trying to look through some of these. Gronk is about the only one who had, and he's really, his real breakout breakout season was year two.
1: That's what I mean. Like, Like he had a very
0: good rookie year, but it was like year two, he just blew everything away.
1: Yeah, he still wasn't someone you had to have on your roster. Yep. Um, well, so that, that's why uh, you know I kind of laugh at the people that OJ Howard probably going to be a very good football player, yep. but there's no way he's not going to be a guy that you want to put on in your roster, you know, at the tight end position. Really, almost ever well, like that's <laughs> just what the truth is. Now, the only reason I kind of give you Nojoku know, a pass, um, yep. where I think maybe he can do something. I've said it before, but I think that they. To put be in a position where they need more offense and they're just gonna use him as a wide receiver. Yep. So he's not gonna have to learn how to block at all. And I mean, who else they got? Tampa Bay has a ton of people to throw it to. Well and just going back to Ebron and
0: his age and stuff, twenty four years old for this season. Evan Ingram, before he starts this season, he'll be twenty three. Like before the season starts, Ingram will already be twenty three years crazy. old. OJ that. Howard will turn twenty three in November. Ebron is a year young or a year older than these guys. That's it. He has three years under uh, already under his belt and he's one year older um Najoku is only 21 and just you think he's actually just about turned 21 if I'm if I'm looking at or maybe he's about to turn 22 I don't know let me see his birthday Well, oh, he turned 21 today happy birthday David Najoku <laughs> so <laughs> there's that
1: but happy coincidence
0: so he's he's younger Najoku yeah. if you're like looking at dynasty wise he has he's two years younger than Ingram and Howard too so that's yeah. actually yeah, that's good to know. It's always a good thing to know, but just Ebron, watch. You can get him. He's your, if you want to completely wait on tight end, you can get him towards the end. Auction, get him for a dollar, probably, maybe two. So, somebody else might like him as well and can see him being a breakout candidate. So, just wanted to bring up Ebron. Should have brought him up on the breakout episode, but did that today. All right. He probably could be a player we haven't talked about So as well. Here we go. Players we haven't talked about. Jeff,
1: got one for me? I do. And see if we, we, I, I want to see if you can actually guess this guy just by his stats, right? So total yardage for the year, 941 yards, nine total touchdowns, <laughs> and he missed three games. <laughs> and it's someone we haven't talked about a lot, so Carlos Hyde, I don't know. <laughs> nope, that's a good guess. Though. But Tevin Coleman. Coleman. Actually, I thought about kept Tevin Coleman there.
0: Um I looked at him on my list too. I'm like, oh, we haven't we haven't talked about Tevin Coleman. And it's because of Devontae
1: Freeman. The only reason we yeah. have not talked about Tevin Coleman, but and that's it. I mean, he and those, those numbers are impressive right, when you think about it. Nine touchdowns it. and nearly a thousand yards, and wow. he missed three games. Yeah, heaven forbid anything happened to Freeman. I mean, this guy is playable even with him, even with Julio, even with everything going on, and he does both. Right? It's not just a runner. He got 118 rushes last year, and only 31, only 31 receptions, and he still got 420 yards out of it. So, uh, this is one of those guys that I just – I really do love Tevin Coleman, but he doesn't get enough love because there's all these what ifs, these question marks. Everyone always wants to say, hey, well, he's the second running back. Hey, they have Julio. Hey, they have yeah. – you know, I mean, we had Austin Hooper. Like, what if he takes up more receptions? Um, yeah. So, I think people kind of shy away from this guy, but I, I absolutely love him. Great talent, great size. I mean, he does it all. So, I don't know. Would you – I guess, what do you think of him? As far as like, where would you be feel safe putting him in he, your roster?
0: That is part of the problem. I think why I don't talk about it, because I don't know what to think about Tevin Coleman or where to slot him. He'd have to be a third running back for third sure. Third Running back for you? I he, but I see the problem. Is, man, it's so hard with him. And he really is. I just see so much comfortable him as my fourth, but that's not <laughs> where. That's not realistic. So you'd have to be basically your flex spot and. That I just worry about. I don't like. I don't like getting a backup running back. But he's that good. That's it. He's just. And I had this problem with rankings last year with Coleman. Since I did not know how to rank him, I never ranked him right. He was always too far down. So I'm going to be somebody not. I'm not good to talk about this with, with with Coleman because for some reason I'm just going to be down on him. Not, but I know how good he is. And if Freeman ever goes down, that's what we need to talk about him too. In that sense. If Freeman ever went down, this is the top guy. This is the top handcuff out there. I feel
1: like oh, without a but, doubt, right? Like his. I mean, even, I'm trying to think of someone that would even rival him. There's just um, not many. No, and, yeah, I mean, I was thinking New Orleans for a second, but I was like, no, because they also have Kamara, and Ingram, and AP. So one goes down, you still have a you know, still two guys in the backfield they are very, 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 very good. Yeah. Um, no, I can't really think of. Maybe if EZ goes down. Yeah, but is it... But I don't know who it is. I feel like anyone can run behind that line, so maybe him. You know, maybe Bell, but we don't know who his backup is. Yep. So, yeah, without a doubt, Tevin Coleman has got to be the best handcuff Mm -hmm. available. And I think the weird, the hard part about him, even though we do rank him, I'm trying to think actually where he'd be ranked for us, but he's definitely probably ranked as like a running back three. Yep. I, I think the difficult part about him is you don't know it's, – it's really easy for a guy like, say, Howard, right? And yeah. I, I know it's not a st- you know starter versus second. It's kind of hard. But Howard, we know he's going to get 20 touches a game. He's going to run the ball. He yep. pounded out, goal line back. Tough, having Coleman – might get five touches, he might get 15, it's, it's you don't tough, know if it's, it's going to be, yeah, yeah, is he going to be passing, yeah. running, is he going yeah. around the goal line, so you don't know how they're going to use him, don't know game when to, to play game, play him, that's the problem, yeah, I, but, I mean, if you push up these numbers, it's a no-brainer, yep. right, Yeah. but you're always oh, worried about yep. regression or whatever whatever may happen, because yep. Freeman has definitely taken the bulk of the run game, because he yep. just looked phenomenal at the end of the year, especially, but... You know, he has no reason to take him down. And on top of that, his average, 4.5 is a rookie year so, and then 4.4 a clip. And like, 13.6 for a running back, average reception, is pretty crazy. And right now he actually is ranked 23rd. People, But he's
0: going as a 29th back. That's the mm-hmm. thing. People, That's what happens with Coleman. You know you should. he's this good. He should be here. But when he gets to draft time, he falls. Yep. Because you don't know. People worry. Happen. They kind of back off. All right. Before I get to my guy, got to take a little break here, Jeff. Scott Fishbowl break. Oh, do we have the pick? We have a pick. We're just gonna break into this. We're part of the Scott Fishbowl this yeah. year, which is seven hundred and twenty team ridiculous seven hundred and twenty team tournament league. Sixty leagues, twelve teams apiece, seven hundred and twenty teams total, one champion. Yeah. It's crazy. We're on the clock. We've had two picks so far. We got Brady in the first, Howard in the second. This league is basically a two quarterback league. Some definitely some different rule settings. It was a little crazy. Mike Evans is on the board. We can take him.
1: Dude, lock and load. Mike Evans. Mike Evans, let's lock it in. I like that pick. So that's lovely. Now we have a top tier quarterback, a top tier running back, a top 10, I should say. And then my number one overall, I know people hate that, but my number one overall wide receiver. And I think you're, what, third? Uh, Third, yeah. Third. Third.
0: And Jordy just went one spot before him. We got someone really, they picked Jordy over him. AJ's still out there. Dez is still out there. If they come around back to us, we might start thinking about skipping that running back. Because there's guys like this next guy I'm going to talk about that you can get later that who knows? It might be something. Perfect. Right into that. (laughs) Paul Perkins. Okay. Okay. He's going to be a guy in this thing we could get very late. We could get him way down the list. And yet he is a starting running back. He's a starting running back. Like that's the thing. We haven't talked about him, but we we have to. He's a starting running back. How do you skip a starting? Like there's so many committees out there. There's so many of all, you know, Mm -hmm. all this. There's no committee there. It's Paul Perkins. His backup is probably, I don't even know, is it Wayne Gallman, Orleans Darkwa? Like, we don't even know. It's nobody that's going to probably challenge him at this point. So his numbers last year, okay for a rookie. Not great. He didn't play mm-hmm. a lot. He had, he had 456 yards, 4.1 yards per carry, 15 catches. That's, he played in he played 14 games, only started one. So he really didn't play much there. But still it's okay numbers. It's not spectacular.
1: There's no there's nothing spectacular about Paul Perkins. What worries me about him is he had 112 rushes, 15 receptions yep. uh, to throw on top of that. Played in 14 games, and I would be lying to you if I knew exactly how they <laughs> use him because I you know I didn't watch all the game tape on he, the Giants. He, he wasn't a terribly exciting player, <laughs> but he he got a grand total of zero touchdowns.
0: Yeah, doesn't that, that, that is, stick out? That, that is the is, word. Is, yes. is that a
1: fluke yes. or is that just a very very.
0: Strange I think predictor they were, of how they're Were they still go. using Jennings down there? Were they still – I don't even I, – I yeah. The Giants' run game was not good last year. And I think they threw the ball. They'd like to look at Odell a lot. They did even throw it there. a lot. They did that kind of thing. But, I mean, these are his last – like, let's see, the last three weeks or – in the last four weeks, he had double-digit carries in the last four games. So, they were looking for him. Second – or the first time he had the double digits, they only had 15 for 45, nothing great there. But then 11 for 56, not bad. 15 for 68 that's for that's a 4.5 yards per carry and then the last week he had 21 carries for 102 yards so the last four games he started to become a little bit of a player and that's kind of why everyone expects him to be the actual starting back and i think that's what showed them hey we're just going to give him
1: a look this year yeah and i, I think it was. He's not going to be one of those guys. I think what this shows is he could be the guy that toasts the ball twenty times, and he'll yeah. have good production. And you know, he, he won't put the ball on the floor, so you you'll be yep. able to play him a lot. Yeah. Um, but he's also he's not that guy. He needs that bulk. He's not going to be that guy you put in like a uh, Tevin Coleman because we just talked about yeah. him that can be electrifying off one play. Yeah. Like he he doesn't need a whole lot. This is a very kind of straightforward runner. Maybe yeah. I, I mean he is a rookie, right? So maybe he has a year. To kind of improve, understand the game a little bit, maybe they improve the line as well. So, can that improve? Maybe I'm a little bit wrong on him. Maybe he's a better athlete than I think. Um, he, he does worry me, but it's also very true because he worries me. We don't really talk about yeah, him too much. I, we haven't because
0: we're not excited about him necessarily. I'm not. I'm not we're not no, excited about. Him. We're no. definitely not excited about him. But he's a starting running back yeah, yeah, who has point. a role in with fantasy football. Opportunity is a lot of the lot of the thing here. Yeah, I mean, would you have thought? I mean, how many years ago? If this is five years ago. Would you have expected
1: Alfred Morris to play like he did? Like I mean, you know, like those kind of no. things. Like first of all, there's a ton of guys he that had, come he had in the role. That, yeah, it's so, like I mean, think Le'Veon Bell, and I know that sounds crazy now. He was not a huge draft pick coming out of college. No, I mean, no even, one expected him to take over that role and do as well as he. Honestly, did. this is even a better comparison. Honestly, right here,
0: Devontae Freeman. You remember after Devontae Freeman's rookie season? No one thought he was really going to do anything. They thought Tevin Coleman had the job. That's what the expectation was. Well, let's see. I'm going to pull up Devontae Freeman's rookie season. Just to, 65 r- rushes, 248 yards, one touchdown. That's it. Paul Perkins actually had a better year. He had three point... Freeman had a 3.8 yards per carry his rookie year. Hmm. That was his rookie year. In his second year, he, you know, played well. Actually... <laughs> If we start to think about look back at Freeman here, it was all his receiving yards because actual was rushing. He only had a thousand yards, which is okay, but only four point four yards were carried. But why can't Perkins do that? He could. He could. We would have. We would have been having the same conversation about Freeman two years ago and been that's like, eh, "He has the opportunity," but Coleman might take
1: over. Yeah, there would actually been more hesitation because of with Paul Perkins. I don't see the guy that's gonna take over for him. I <laughs> but see, and it, we would have. But that's the thing. This could happen any year. You never yeah. know. I think it, the thing it, that the biggest thing about him is, and I hate to say he hasn't like I haven't seen it out of him. Yeah. There's nothing about him that screams feature running back. Yep. And also, even though it's kind of there a, there a there very is. Shane Vereen was really Wolverine,
0: Yeah, he's, he's also
1: very very. He's still around. Yeah. Yeah, productive when you're passing to him. So Paul Perkins still probably holds on to like the first second down. Um, but they throw that much. Shane Vereen is there. He's obviously the more capable pass catcher. He's yep. still only twenty eight, um, so I guess I am just trying to build a case against Paul Perkins for some reason. Like I just have such a strong doubt about the guy. Yep. but like you said, if he really does get that, even if it's for the fact that no one else is behind him can run the ball, he still gets all those carries. He still gets all those points. It still goes into your total amount, yeah. and you can still win with him. So, yeah. and he's not exciting. It's just it's, he's there. Yeah, so. and there's plenty of players like that that you want on your roster. So, all right, next. Well, actually, before we do
0: the next one, a mm-hmm. little Scott Fishbowl update. After our pick, Dak went, and then Stafford went. Quarterbacks are quarterback, going. Quarterback. We have two more picks before we pick again. We might have to do some thinking. But
1: all right, Love next it. next player. <laughs> next player. <laughs> all right, next player. Um, this guy is uh, actually very high on our boards, but I feel like he gets overlooked because he's kind of in that in between, and he had a great season last year. His name is Devonte Adams. Um, he does get overlooked. We have not talked about him really yeah, much gets, at all. He just doesn't get a lot of love as far as talking, but we do really like the guy. Um, he went off last year. He did wonderful. He's on one of the better offenses in the league, if not, you know, if not the best with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Yep. Uh, last year. 12 touchdowns uh 900 a thousand yards for all intents and purposes uh played every game jordy nelson across from him and that didn't affect his touchdown he still cut 12 Uh, i don't know what do do you think about this guy and that's only 75 receptions so there's a little room to grow there i just
0: you know i i only worry in the sense that randall cobb was this guy a couple years ago in those numbers and look what cobb did now it's it's I mean, Adams did take over for Cobb, so we don't really think. But maybe Cobb was injured. Maybe he'll come back. Cobb is – on. that's it. Cobb is my only hesitation with Adams because mm-hmm. I don't 100% know that Cobb is done. That is what – How old do you think Randall Cobb
1: is? 27? 26, yeah. Okay. I'm mean, actually kind of surprised he's still very young.
0: Yeah, and see, I'm not – there's a lot of people who are just done with Randall Cobb. And I was able to, in a mock draft, get Randall Cobb as like – I think he – I got him as my – Sixth wide receiver, maybe. Like that's crazy, but that shows how far he's fallen off. But I'm not 100% sold on the fact that he's done. And if he isn't done, Adams' numbers could not. Adams still gonna be good. He's gonna be very good. Yeah. I just don't know if he'll be top ten, top fifteen, good like last year. Right. I mean,
1: we're not ranking him that way. No. But that 12 touchdowns. I mean. That's where everyone's going to point to, right? They're going to point to that and say this is going to regress. He's not going to get double digits this time around. And who knows with touchdowns? You can't predict it. Maybe he is a red zone target. Maybe that's what he's good at. I mean, it's hard. How do you say he's not? (laughs) So, and to uh, go further with the Randall Cobb aspect of it, uh, in 2014, so a, a few years ago, when he hit his stride, he had 91 catches for almost 1,300 yards and 12 TDs. I realize that's. 300 yards more than DeMonte Adams, but that is very, very close out of pretty much nowhere. And then the following year, a full season again, 79 for 830 and 6 touchdowns. So still good, but nowhere near what that one was. I mean, not even close. And then last year, uh, 13 games only, but 60 catches for 610 yards and 4 touchdowns. So it's not like he didn't do anything. He was still hurt. He still missed 3 games, and he still put up you know, pretty decent numbers for that, for being the number three wide receiver as well. Yep. So that is why Craig is very hesitant <laughs> to yeah. say, hey, there's, Damn. you know, because they and not to mention, they do have a lot of guys that are always waiting in the wings. And I, you know, we joked about this probably Geronimo. in the. Geronimo? Yeah, Geronimo, <laughs> which I loved watching in the playoffs. He looked great. Yeah. So, and, you know, they talked about Jeff Janice at one point yeah. and, um, I don't know. It, it's very. I, I personally still like Devontae Adams. I'm with Craig when I think he's going to be good, yeah, no maybe, matter maybe what. Maybe it's
0: the dynasty owner of Randall Cobb and me, just <laughs> hoping hoping that there's something there. I, he, he was a fairly early pick in our dynasty startup a couple of years ago, so still hoping on that. All right, my next guy, Danny Woodhead. We have not talked about Danny Woodhead. No, we haven't. At all. If Yeah, we base most of our stuff as standard league. We don't venture into PPR too much, which... There isn't like a big difference for some PPR. Just some guys stand out. Danny Woodhead's one of those who will stand out. So if you're a, if you're a PPR league, I'm sorry, we haven't talked about Danny Woodhead too much. But even in just regular standard leagues, all right, Dixon suspended for what? The first four games. So starting running back there's Terrence West. Terrence West, is another guy we could have probably put on this list. I didn't. Did you? Probably no. not. Okay. We haven't talked about him at all. He's a starting running back, but are we excited about him? No. Danny Woodhead could get some kind of role here. His last season that he was healthy in San Diego, he, he – rushing is not his thing normally. He had 336 yards rushing, three rushing touchdowns. It's, it's not his thing, but his receiving is ridiculous usually. No, <laughs>
1: you know what I love about this? We went over Tevin Coleman's and we're like, who yeah. could that be? It's almost exactly two years ago. This was – that's Danny yeah. Woodhead. The numbers?
0: Yeah. 80 catches for 755 and six touchdowns.
1: Look at those that that those He actually outperformed ridiculous. Tevin Kelman last year. He had yeah. over a thousand yards yeah. and the nine 2015. To go with that.
0: Yeah, it's a great season. And Baltimore led the has led the league in passing attempts the last two seasons.
1: Which that it really it still blows my mind. And they know, lost.
0: They've lost. See how, how the targets they've lost. Steve Smith's gone. Dennis Pitt is gone. Kyle check or whatever is gone. Um, Kar- Kamar Aiken's gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those guys, that's a lot of targets between those. Somebody has to get these targets. It's not all going to Jeremy Macklin and Perriman and Mike Wallace. I think Tandy Whittet is going to catch a lot of passes. I,
1: would, I mean, I agree with you. The injury is really the factor that I kind of yeah. worry about and with him. He's because,
0: 32 years old.
1: Yeah, and he he's sandwiched. It's really funny. So, he never really had injury problems. He played for the first five years or so. Yep. And then he only played three games. Then he played a full season. Then he only played two games. Yeah, that is... And now he's back. So, and being a smaller back, you know, taking that kind of punishment, he's only 5'8", 200 pounds, and 32. Um, yep. But I, I really do. I'm I'm starting to really come around on this guy, and especially when you can get him late. Yeah, you can, get him, you can get him as a... You're probably... I mean,
0: he's ranked as 33rd, so he can Almost seems higher than I expected. I really
1: doubt he goes that high. Though. I don't. I don't see it either. I just. I don't. But it's, just. He's also on a team that where the other running backs have not set themselves apart. No. So Terrence West, I'm pretty sure I was a big fan of his like three years ago when he was yep. on the Browns. Yep. And you know he's always been okay, but he's never he's never come into his own. He's never pretty much you know had enough performance where he just keeps that running back one yep. spot on any team. Yep. Um. And then on top of that, you have. Yep. Kenneth Dixon, which I feel like I keep hearing about, but I'm, not I, only I is he it. suspended, but yeah, I haven't seen anything. I didn't either. see it from him. I honestly didn't. I don't get the hype. Yeah. And on top of that, Danny Woodhead is a completely different player than this, so he will be in the passing game no He've, matter what. And they've used
0: a passing, they've used a receiving re- running back in Baltimore over the years. That just Forsett had a lot of catches, and it was a, like, very, right, good like point. That, that was part of the reason he was so valuable. That his one good fantasy season, yeah, one good out of know. nowhere. That, that's kind of what it is. I, I just think Woodhead's going to be... He's going to carve himself a role right away. They have to. He's going to be the guy for the first four games. I don't think they're in love with Terrence West. And I don't think you see how you would be. So, no. I, Woodhead's my guy there. I it, love that. And f- it, for a late... for if It a late, really is sorry. a
1: PPR league. Yeah. The guy oh, had yeah.
0: 80 catches as a that's running crazy. back. That's crazy. That's David Johnson numbers there. Right. <laughs> All right, next guy.
1: Next guy. Um, it's actually a guy that plays with... Ebron, um, Golden Tate, the number yeah. one wide receiver for the Lions. We haven't talked about him. No, we haven't. And he's one of those guys that drove me crazy last year because between him and Marvin Jones, they were hot and cold. Fire and ice. <laughs> Shout out to Game of Thrones as it gets ready to prepare. good um, night. Yeah. Um, but last year, and he came on late in the season, he really did struggle in the beginning. Um, that's when Marvin Jones was doing much, much better getting a lot more throws to him. Uh, Played the full season, though, 91 catches, almost 1,100 yards, and four touchdowns. So the touchdowns, he's never went over seven. So that, I mean, that kind of tells you something. He's, you know, touchdowns have never been elite by any means. But he always gets a good amount of yards. Um, So he's one of those guys, how high, like, how high does he go? How much do you trust him? The guy really does catch everything. Um, it almost looked like he was Marvin Jones was supposed to take over for him, and he just completely took that spot back. And he, he comes in and plays the way he did at the end of the year. Um, those numbers, he would definitely be a 100 reception guy. And um, I don't. What? Are, why? I'm trying to think of this.
0: Why are people not thinking of Golden Tate and th- thinking those numbers aren't g- g- going to continue? Because no one is expecting Marvin Jones to bounce back. No one is ranking Kenny Do- Galladay up there yet. Yeah, I mean, and no one's rigging run up there yet. Where are these catches supposed to go,
1: Amir Abdullah? <laughs> right, like is it all going to Abdullah and Riddick? I no, I don't know, and that's the thing. I I, I think they just think it's going to be spread out, and they so all of them get forgotten. Yeah. I, Tate every and whenever Calvin Johnson wasn't there, he was he's been
0: extremely productive, and the only time he wasn't was at the beginning of last season when Jones went nuts. I mean, he really is. A, he's going as a what a wide receiver three. That's a really safe wide receiver three. It's a very good wide receiver three.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to. Where did he end last year? Last year he ended as the 23rd overall wide Just, receiver. Yeah,
0: it's solid. It's. I think he should have been a safe player almost. In a way. I think he's very yeah. safe. He's going to get targets. He's gonna. Get targets. He's gonna it, it, you get him as your third receiver, that's probably that's really solid.
1: Yeah. So he's one that people forget to talk about, yeah. but he, he's a nice player to have on your team as well. And especially if he's ranked like that, but his draft position is ADP, I assume, is one of those where it's lower. He becomes a nice value pick. All right. My next guy, I'll run him back. His name
0: is Jonathan Stewart. He, I do forget about Jonathan Stewart. Right. And the reason everyone forgets about Jonathan Stewart this year is Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. and the fact that Panthers' offense sucked last year. That as well. But I think Stewart's still going to be the the you know the the first two downs guy. He's gonna be the first and second down guy yet. McCaffrey you know, might be out there, but he'll be he won't be necessarily getting the ball, running the ball on first and second down. It's gonna be interesting. I don't exactly know how it's gonna work, but I feel like everybody's writing off Jonathan Stewart completely. I still think he's the goal back for sure. I mean, we oh. talked about this. I don't think they're gonna be running Cam that much.
1: Not as much. Yeah, I actually but, want to look it up. And right now, Jonathan Stewart is you know, designated as a goal back. Yeah. Um, which should tell you something. And he should be. Right now, what his rank currently, if I pull this up, is
0: 35th ranked running back right now. That puts him one spot behind Samaj AP Ryan and one spot ahead of Robert Kelly. So also, he's sandwiched in between the Washington right. backs.
1: Especially when we're talking goal line too. He's 5'10", 240 pounds. I mean, the guy the guy is a big running back. Um, and also, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but one of the uh, one of the um, writers for the Carolina I follow, the Carolina Panthers, is the website uh, off of Roto World, but they actually predict that he's going to see the bulk of the carries, even with McCaffrey. Yep. Um, obviously, once again, take it with a grain of salt. Would I rather have McCaffrey? Yeah, I would. Yeah, but they're not going to
0: use McCaffrey quite like. I mean, that's the thing. McCaffrey still, yeah, more valuable before we want to draft him. But for some reason, people are saying Stewart then is not valuable or not. They could forget about him, but they can both do something. Like, there's yeah. no, why can't they? Yeah. McCaffrey's going to get
1: the ball all the time in different ways, but Stewart can still run those touchdowns, and he had nine last year. I was just, say, I was just looking at that. I can't believe he had nine. Right. I He's, mean, 800 and 830 yards. So, pretty much he had almost 900 uh, total yards yep. uh, from scrimmage and nine touchdowns. Well, the big worry with Jonathan Stewart is he hasn't played
0: 16 games since 2011. Yeah, he gets hurt a whole lot. 2011. And so last year he missed three games, and yet was still the twenty-first running back. Two years ago, he missed th- oh, three games; he was the sixteenth running back. So he's missing games, and he's still up there.
1: But you know, what's his? I gotta look up real quick. I'm wondering was uh, where he's going right now. He's he's the thirty he's the thirty-fifth or thirty yeah thirty-fifth back. Okay, thirty-fifth. Yeah. So that's a fourth running back. He's actually yeah.
0: being drafted as the forty-second running back. I was, that's he's what he's being drafted say. as He's being in a ten-team league. He's being drafted as a fifth running back.
1: Oh, and he's a so, yeah, great one.
0: A, a bottom, a fourth in a 12
1: team. <laughs> it's really funny if you can get him and, say, a Doug Martin. So right. you, you start off with Jonathan Stewart being healthy and you can play him. <laughs> then you can put in Doug Martin as soon it's, as he gets hurt. That's the thing with Stewart. There's no risk with him because you're getting him so late. Yeah. He's your, he can, your fifth running back. I mean, how can you go wrong? If he doesn't, if he doesn't perform at all, you just get rid of him. But, yeah, and – who knows, he might, but even he's with that goal line, guy. yeah, yeah I, I feel like you could keep him on your bench, and who knows. You never know with McCaffrey getting hurt, and I I have a feeling, too, that Cam Newton, his rushing is only going to continue to decrease to try to keep him healthy, yep. so McCaffrey and Stewart are going to get a, a ton of, uh, you know, opportunity to run or catch the ball. Yep. No, completely agree. Next guy, Jeff, who do you got? Um, <laughs> actually, I brought this guy because... We really don't talk about him, and also I really do want to know what you think about him because I'm very mixed on him because a lot of people love him, and he's Stefan Diggs. So number one wide receiver from the Vikings, and I oh, really don't like that offense. I, you know I mean? It's really – I don't think it's in a very good place. They're, they kind of rely on their defense as far as fantasy goes. They rely on their defense because it's very good. Um, so they kind of pound it, grind it out. Um, when he was healthy last year – he, was, he looked really, really good. But how much can I depend on Bradford to get him touchdowns? Um, so last year, uh, he played 13 games, 84 catches for 900 yards and three touchdowns. Um, he also said in an interview that after, I think it was like week three or four, uh, he injured his groin and said he was never the same again. Now he feels healthy. After, so,
0: okay, yeah, because after, after week eight, he those 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, he did nothing last year and then he was then he didn't play the last games after that. If you look at his stats before that, it was great. He had a couple down weeks, but he had a seven for one oh three, a nine for one eighty two, with a thirteen for eighty, so thirteen catches, but then a thirteen for one sixty four. Right? He had some really impressive games. I just I don't like that passing offense with Bradford. He just he doesn't take any chances. He there's a reason Bradford last year basically set the record for completion percentage and yet was still no good.
1: Right. He yeah. he didn't take any they chances. Yeah, doing they don't anything.
0: throw it down the field at all. And I worry about just how many targets, how many players are there to throw the ball to. They're still feeling. What if Treadwell does any something? He I, could. Right. We don't – I'm, 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 I'm not I'm done with Treadwell yet. And they're then still, you still
1: have Rudolph. they still Rudolph. Sam Bradford does not throw a ton of touchdowns. Yep. Um, I, just to give reverence, I do want to look up how many. So he threw 20. 20, 20 touchdowns and five interceptions. And 3,800 yards, or 39 almost. Uh, so out of 20, how many went to Kyle Rudolph? I want to say it was like nine. Is that true? Is my memory served <laughs> me correctly? I don't have the numbers up in front of me, but it could be. Seven. So I was a little overestimating. Diggs only had seven. three. Yeah. Diggs only had three.
0: Even in those those four big games I told you about, only had one touchdown in those four games.
1: And, and my thing is, you know, people get really – amped up about Delvin Cook, which I love him as a running back. But last year they their line was not good. I no. mean it was very difficult to run behind them. Uh, I think Jaron McKinnon, it's Jerk McKinnon, but still he was pretty athletic. I think he only averaged three point four. And it was him and Asiata. So Peters say what you're those first two
0: weeks and I don't think yeah. that was all Peterson.
1: No. And but Diggs I don't mind where Diggs is being um
0: drafted right now. He's not being really I feel like overvalued. He's just kind of he's thirtieth right now. He's just kind of there. That's I'm okay with that. I feel like there is some potential there for him to. There's some upside there. He can get higher. There's for sure. I just don't know if I see it yet. I I just don't quite see it happening. I mean, I can. I feel like he he yeah he has the ability to jump up there. I just if I had to place my bets down, I'm not gonna. It's just the offense doesn't. I don't think it's gonna allow it. Mm -hmm. And if Michael Floyd now too out there, I don't even know if he's gonna play or not. But he (laughs) they signed him too. Like who knows why? I I don't see much there, but. I just, if I had to bet on it, I don't see it happening with Diggs yet. I think it could change maybe next year. Maybe Bridgewater comes back. Maybe, and even Bridgewater, I don't know if he, I think he's, I don't know, maybe Bridgewater is just Sam Bradford. I don't know if he's actually much better. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't know. I think he's a little better. I don't know. I don't know. He but, was, he was extremely young. I just don't, I, I don't, the I don't
0: think the offense is going to allow him to be that great. Well, he's but, going to be okay, though. I yeah. think he'll be fine.
1: I think he's, he's handcuffed by the, by the talent around him currently. If you get him as your third or fourth, that's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. And he's one of those, it's hard to get excited about him. I, it is. It's
0: just that's why we don't talk about it. And yeah. I think
1: part of the reason we don't talk about it is because that offense just kind of blah. And we don't yeah. really know what to expect. It's tough to depend on an yeah. offense like that. It is. and, and it's, it, I mean, it shows you, too, the number one wide receiver on that team who everyone says is talented. I don't think yeah. anyone disputes that. Um, and he's a young guy. It should be like one of those moments where, like, he's going to break out. He should be talked about more. But you can look at someone like Devontae Adams and we're like, he's the number two on the team and they're like there's way more to go around in an offense like that instead of being the number 1 on a poor offense at yep. you know for the majority of the time.
0: All right, my next guy, I'm going to stick to the same division. It's Ty Montgomery with the Green Bay Packers. Oh,
1: that's actually a good one. We don't
0: we don't talk about Ty Montgomery very no, much. You do not at all. But he is the starting running back for one of the best offenses in the league. And Last year, he didn't come on to be the running back till later on. He still had – he had 77 carries for 457 yards, which is a 5.9 yards per carry.
1: Wow, that's right? way higher than I thought.
0: 5.9. Was. He had also had 44 catches for 348. I mean, obviously, this guy was a wide receiver, and he still looks like he should be because he's not changing his number despite the fact that he's back you know, a <laughs> Running back number 88. He's angry. But, I mean, he's – one of those guys, you put him in the ranks, you know – I don't even know where he's at right now. He's probably in the 20s right now. It, it's been changing, but he's typically – I see him in the mid-20s, maybe late-20s of the running he's back ranks.
1: 20th right now. 20th?
0: 20th. Oh, so he's moved up a bit actually.
1: Yeah, I'm actually very surprised. He's actually gone up ahead of Eddie Lacy right now.
0: I See, maybe yep. maybe people are coming all around on this a little bit, which I'm starting to think we should.
1: Except, oh, wow, I'm scared about that. I don't want him as a running back two. I liked him much better as a running back three. We yeah. still haven't talked about it, so we should talk about this. Yeah, and this is a, this is one of those. We have said, hey, you got to go running back heavy. Make sure you get them early because they're really – these are the decisions you're forced to make if you don't get a running back early. And these are, are the it? ones that, even myself, I mean, you are in a position where if you pick multiple, mm-hmm. you're probably going to miss on one. But I
0: can see this too. I'm looking at He's 20th. Right now, Brad Baloma is Eddie Lazy. I like Lazy better than that, but I mm-hmm. get it. I get it. Right. It, then, it's Cole, then it's Ingram. I get it. Ingram Peterson, you don't know. Then it's Coleman. Okay, I understand why he'd be ahead of them.
1: Mike Gillisley, Mike Gillisley
0: Frank Gore, Amir I get why he's ahead of these guys Yeah, 100%. It makes sense why he's ahead of all of them. So when you're looking at it, yeah, he has a sure thing. That's why we needed to talk about him. He has his role. For a while there, there was talk. People were thinking they draft all those rookies. One of them's going to take over like the, what, Jamal Williams. They're still, it's a fourth
1: round draft pick. I mean, they really, really wanted someone to take over for him. I'm still it kind of been a second or third round. I'm still kind of waiting for it though, because even, even last year, I'm trying to think when did when did he take over? He really didn't take over until week seven. Yep. But they don't run him a ton. No, like, they don't. But he's there. one time he did get 16 carries for 162 yards, but, which is phenomenal. But usually that was the yeah. outlier. Usually he gets he doesn't usually even get double digit carries. Yep. So you're wondering like maybe one of those rookies. As long as they don't fumble the ball, are going to be the one that run it, and then they're going to use him as a third down back or in the passing game, yep. or maybe now that they have a full off season to get him going and he actually gets to practice as a running back, they feel more secure handing it off. Because yep. I mean, I guess if if you have a wide receiver that's in the backfield and you're like, well, I can either hand it off to him or I can put it in Aaron Rodgers' hands, <laughs> you know, every single time he was <laughs> yeah, I'll yep. let Rodgers <laughs> chuck it down the field.
0: I just think he's he's an interesting player. I just want to see preseason. Actually, and th- I, this is one of the teams you really need to see preseason and see what they do with those backs and if any of those rookies stand out. Yeah,
1: and I mean, I don't want this to guy is too, very, he is a very intriguing player. Oh, I, 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 I kind of root for him too because he seems like the nicest yeah, person. I <laughs> like him. It's just like, but it, if I came to that position and it was going to be him, or I'm saying I'm going to jump up and grab someone else I like more in a different position. He, yeah. he has enough question marks. Where I say, I'm I think stay that's clear.
0: why we don't end up with him because we look at it that we look at the other running backs around him. We're like, no, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm going to wait for Doug Martin.
1: Maybe, <laughs> right. You know, yeah, I'm going to take itch, him like, as, a, as a value pick or
0: Abdullah, which we get a little later. Yeah. We get the wide receiver. That's where we go, like Kelsey, not Kelsey, but tight end that's still left on the board or something. Yeah, you he know. does.
1: Yeah, he just he does scare me, even though I I want to like him. I, yeah. <laughs> he, he might he might make me look foolish. I think he might quite possibly be very good this year. We'll, we'll but, see. Yeah. Honestly, I want to see preseason.
0: All right. Is this your last guy? One yes. last One last guy that players that we haven't
1: talked about that maybe we should. Uh, another guy that we never talked about we absolutely should, especially with all the changes in the off season. is Mark Ingram. Yeah. And I know everyone tries to – they shy away from this. Right? We don't know what to say. Yeah, because either you <laughs> you yell something crazy like uh, "AP is going to be the worst player <laughs> in the NFL," or you're like, "He's going to completely take over." Like, probably the most likely scenario is Mark Ingram returns to kind of where he was before mm-hmm. uh, before he was the primary back last year. Um, I mean, last two hundred and five rushes for a thousand yards, six touchdowns. Add on top of that a little more than 300 receiving yards and four touchdowns. He had a great season. But AP is not (laughs) going to just disappear. I don't understand where this comes from, where people think he's going to suck. No, because why? I mean,
0: Hightower had plenty of carries last year and Ingram was still good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, Peterson can get a little bit more than Hightower and Ingram could still be good. So, I. Funny thing is, looking at these ranks, right now, consensus, Ingram is ranked 22nd. Peterson is 32nd, ranks wise. When you get to the draft. Ingram's getting drafted as the 20th running back. Peterson's the twenty-first. Oh, Peterson really. is eleven spots ahead of his rank. Wow. I mean, I guess. You see the name I guess and you pick Yeah. I think the ranks are probably more where they should be. Ingram's still, he's younger. Peterson, we don't know what if he has anything left. Yeah, he was terrible last year. We just talked about how the Vikings yeah. offensive line was terrible. They were we think it was all Vikings offensive line, but maybe there's a little bit of Peterson not being back. And now two injuries in the last what? How many seasons? He had the ACL four years ago. Now I don't remember what it said. It was
1: just. I mean, it was sandwich. 2014, he only played one game. So I guess technically that right was before the, his, money was his name. And then then he missed the season for the you know. Yep. So 2014, <laughs> he only played one game. 2015, he played the entire season. Once again, was amazing. He yeah. <laughs> was great. He had almost 1500 yards and 11 touchdowns. And then he played three games with with Minnesota and only averaged one point yeah. nine yards a carry. So. I mean, some of that's offensive line, but hurt.
0: how much, that's a really low. Like that, I, I remember that because I did have Peterson last year, so I was watching those very closely. And, yes, the offensive line is not good, but you would think usually an offensive line is not good. You're still, okay, you're getting 3.5 or something. You're getting something out of it. He was just getting nothing. And I don't know what that means. I don't know. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see enough. And that's the problem. With Ingram, if, if Peterson wasn't there, I'd really be in love with Ingram this year. I'd, he was going to be one of my targets for sure. So maybe now he still should be as a running back three. I think that's a good pick.
1: There's yeah, it, definitely a risk to it. But if I had to third. put my money on whether or not Adrian Peterson can still be productive. Was he 32 at the, now? 32, is he 32? He is the most unbelievable freak of nature I've ever seen maybe any sport. Yep. And, you know, that's, and that's saying something. But, you know, time catches up with everyone eventually. And when you have Mark Ingram there, and we haven't even mentioned Alvin Kamara, who yeah. is a very like, talented rookie, he was rookie. my pre-draft guy yeah, until he went to until he went to situation worst where yeah. possible situation. He was, you my, could have he, was, he was my he was he was my guy. What what I mean? What do you think you you think he's a legit? He can be a legit running back three. Yeah. Would you feel safe health wise to draft him on your team, or, or would you stay away from it entirely? You know I. I just feel like I am staying away from the situation. Well, what if he dry, like fell to as a fourth? I'd take him anything. as a fourth you Yeah, take him. No, sure, no, no, no sure fourth. But
0: I just don't want to. I don't want. There is always
1: there is always a place you will take. Yeah, a it is, but I don't, I, don't I don't want know. any
0: part of it as a player. that I have to start or want yeah, to. You know, I totally kind of, get that. You know, it's just how I am going to be.
1: How, where do you feel that Mark Ingram, the one that we're actually talking about, yeah. where do you feel safe starting him? I Honestly, as a flex. Flex position. That's so it. I don't it's, running it's back three. Yeah, it's a flex because
0: spot. because of AP. Yeah, that's okay. it is not because I don't right now know this. I don't know what it's going to be yet, and I don't want to take that risk not knowing. We're not going to know. This is something too that preseason is not going to help us. No, Peterson's not going to play. I mean, how? Why? Why? He's going to barely play. It, yeah. This will not help us at all. So we're not going to know until they start playing, and by then it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just going to take a chance if you want one
1: of the guys. I got one player left. I hope it's who I'm thinking of. Probably not. I don't know. We can go anywhere. It's Eric Decker. Oh, no. No, who were you thinking? Let's see. Uh, We can touch on it afterwards real quick. (laughs) So let me hear about Decker. Decker, it's just situated. I think he's going to be the
0: top receiver there in Tennessee. I like the offense a lot. We've talked about them as one of the up-and-coming offenses for a while. Before they got Decker. Mm -hmm. I think he's better than Rashard Matthews. I mean, I like Matthews last year, but Decker's better. And Corey Davis, he's a rookie. Rookie receivers, Still not sold on rookie receivers, especially a rookie receiver from a small school. You know, he's gonna be good and he, he will be good in the next couple of years. I just don't know if it's this year.
1: Right. Will he break up yeah. as a rookie with I think a bunch Decker of still has around. a good he'll be about 30 this year.
0: I mean, his last healthy season he had eighty catches for a thousand yards, twelve touchdowns. He's a very good player. He's been around a thousand every year and about eighty catches every year. And I to think that's gonna happen again. That, I'm not going crazy. I think it's gonna be about eighty catches, thousand, you know, thousand yards, and he could get eight to ten touchdowns. That's kind of what I'm expecting. Mariota's gonna be better, but we don't ever bring it up. But I think you can get him as what a fourth receiver at this point. He's way down there, yeah. So I just think that's don't not much else other than that. It's he's come back from an injury. He's in a new situation, so that's why it's kind of a we don't really know what to think about it. But I do think he's gonna be the number one guy there, and he's gonna get he's gonna plenty of work. And as a wide receiver four for your team, you'll be you'll be happy with it. So that's my – that's it. That's all I got on Eric Degger. Not the most exciting last player, but that's what I got. Who's the guy – the other guy you're thinking of?
1: Um, the other uh, – kind of going off the the whole Saints situation is Denver's running back situation. True. We haven't talked so, about that. At, and well. No one ever talks about Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles has not been talking – and see, that's I think Jamal why Jamal we – No one knows, <laughs> so they don't want to say anything. <laughs> we, that's it too
0: because I'm kind of waiting for it to shake out a little bit and find – because there's – it's this dead period in the NFL right now. We don't know. I mean, there's three guys to talk about there. I, I don't even know where to start because I don't. You don't know, and anything and, I say is
1: complete guesswork. Yeah, I have no idea. You know what I love about this though? I, how is this possible? I don't even think this is this is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Devonte Booker is ranked sixty sixth, sixty sixth overall, and Jamal Charles is fiftieth. <laughs> he's I mean, way down there. It's very, very bizarre. Am I like? No, he's still like, like, Am I missing he, something? No, he's way down there, and then C.J. Anderson. He's actually up at 18th now. Oh, there we go. And then, so he's up at 18th. So people are really just expecting it to be the C.J. Anderson show. Yeah, but which shows. And I, do I doubt that? I have no reason to believe I that mean, Jamal Charles it, is going to be his old self. We don't, but we also we, we haven't seen him not be his old self. <laughs> so. Yeah. And, and the thing know. about that is C.J. Anderson is coming off injury as well. He only played mm-hmm. half the season last year. Nope. Yep. And Booker still,
0: could, there could still be something there.
1: Yeah, they really loved him for like a short period of time, mm-hmm. and then I don't think they had a very good
0: offensive line. And it wasn't something. It wasn't a good situation. Bad quarterback. I don't know.
1: That's we'll talk about that one more going forward because I don't know what to say but yeah, yeah. I want to see preseason. With them. The only thing that I kind of want Jamal Charles to come back. Me too. Like I he, think he'd, he'd be a great, great, he great value. He's cutting like he's his old self <laughs> on that on that repaired knee. Um, and I did want to see like the uh, the numbers here. Yeah. Okay. So Booker Booker he did play the full season, 612 yards. He 3.5 yeah, average with four touchdowns. That's
0: where people are kind of down on it, but
1: yeah, he did not show up. I mean, obviously they just lowered the box because he didn't have too much of a passing game either. Yep. And then, uh, but when CJ Anderson was in there, he only averaged four yards a clip, which is uh, that's okay. Yep. But he only played seven games, four touchdowns. Um. Well, five if you had the receiver with league.
0: charles too, if he comes in there he was never even like a huge volume guy with kansas
1: city so that's why he's very interesting to me you know he, was, he doesn't even need that volume to be good if he if his legs are finally underneath yeah. him he will be probably one of their best weapons because mm-hmm. if your quarterback is not where he needs to be how many times are you just going to try to throw it out to him in the flat and make people yeah. miss oh man i mean it's what he didn't if he can come back healthy
0: years. he's still he's Thirty, probably. Yeah, He's maybe could have one more year. We'll see.
1: So that's why people don't yep. talk about those situations, but <laughs> it's true. It's hard. All right. Well, that's some players we haven't talked about that
0: now we have. So we'll probably won't talk about them much until more news comes out. But we'll be back next week with more episodes. I think we're gonna do a mock draft. We haven't done one in a bit, so we'll do a little mock draft, see where we're at and what's changed. We'll probably still end up with Willie Snead and Marquez Bryant <laughs> and Devontae Parker on our team. I hope every time. I swear that's what happens. But. We will talk to you guys next time.